This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. I sell my own products on Amazon. I get lots of inquiries from people wanting to start selling on Amazon and I help and work with a lot of Amazon sellers every single day. I see a lot of people do really well, but I also see people who don't do as well and that's really my main motivation for wanting to record this episode. I just want to start by saying it doesn't mean that people who don't do well don't have a great product, but we will talk about that a bit later. It could just be that they're actually Amazon isn't the right marketplace and there's another marketplace that would suit your products a lot better. Also, you've probably heard me say many, many times that Amazon is a really tricky place to get started, even if you have an amazing product. I completely stand by this. I think it's getting harder all of the time. And it's so hard, in fact, that I wrote a free guide all about this, which is called How to Successfully Launch Products on Amazon or Rescue One That's Not Selling. If you're just getting started or if you're selling on Amazon already and you're not getting the sort of sales that you'd expect, definitely do take a look at this. You can get it via my website, vickyweinberg.com, or you can get it in the show notes of this episode. So let's start by talking about why Amazon is an appealing place to sell your products and why so many sellers want to be on there. Well, there are lots of reasons. So it's a huge, well-known marketplace. Many of us shop there already, so we're familiar with it. And there are lots of customers already there. So if your product is what people are looking for, it can be easier to convert them than on Google, for example, as customers are already there and usually they are looking to shop. Also, apologies if you could hear my dog in the background just then. Like with any marketplace, there are good and bad points about selling on Amazon. So let's start with the good ones, which is it's a large marketplace. It's well recognized. People know it and people trust it. As I said earlier, the customers are already there. So you don't need to worry about getting customers onto the site. You just need to focus on them being able to find your products and convert them into buyers. So it can be easier to get them to buy from you on Amazon than on your website, for example, because they're on Amazon already, whereas they might not necessarily be on your website. You have to do a bit more work of getting them there in the first place. So there are lots of inbuilt marketing tools on Amazon you can use to attract customers. And in my opinion, these are just getting better all of the time. If you try decide to use Fulfilled by Amazon or Amazon FBA, which is what I'll probably use going forward, so that's what FBA means, Fulfilled by Amazon, then that means that they handle the logistics for you. So that's the storage and the shipping. This can be expensive, so in my opinion, it's worth trialing this with just a small amount of stock initially. That's my new view on this recently. I used to think FBA was great and it was a good option for everyone. Now I'm not so sure. One reason being that 
even if you know you are using FBA and you're from Prime Delivery, Prime doesn't always mean next day or same day anymore. It can still take a couple of days and probably you could ship your product yourself and get it to customers just as soon. So it's worth just experimenting with that. You also have the opportunity to sell globally on Amazon as there are marketplaces all over the world. There are loads of opportunities for expansion. You can sell in Europe, the Americas, UAE, Japan, Australia. Of course, there are tax implications and other you know, logistical things to think about, but you know, the option is there. So let's talk about the things that aren't so good. Well, as I alluded to earlier, there's a bit of an art to creating a great product listing on Amazon, and you really do need a great product listing to get found in the first place. There are lots of rules to adhere to and breaking any one of them can get your listing shut down. I'm Just from what I've seen, I think that Amazon is stricter than lots of other places like eBay and Etsy. There are lots of rules about the wording you can use. You have to be really careful here. So, for example, you can't claim that a food supplement cures something. Also, with your images, they have to be your main image, for example, has to be on a white background. There's no way around that. You have to be careful about the wording you put on images. There's, there's a lot, really. So, you know, and that can, that can be that can make it a little bit trickier. There's also a lot of competition on Amazon and it does get harder and harder to get started. And I do think that's just going to continue. I usually suggest paying for Amazon sponsored products, which is Amazon's pay-per-click marketing. But I know this can get expensive. And even if you do this, there's still no guarantee of sales, particularly if you don't have a great product and a great listing. And even if you do, you know, it's still tough. Amazon seller support, so that's like the customer services for sellers, aren't actually that supportive. So lots of sellers struggle, particularly to get started. You can have so many just sort of little teething issues and some of them give up as just dealing with seller support can be really difficult. You need a thick stick skin and you need to be pretty tenacious to get anywhere is my advice. You know, you really have to just keep coming back and that can be hard going. Whereas I believe, you know, plenty of other marketplaces, you just don't have these issues. And you also don't get any customer details. So other than what you need for shipping, if you're shipping yourself, you will get a name and address. If you're fulfilling orders yourself, if you do an FBA, you'll never see that. So that makes it really hard to build up an email list as well and get people to buy from you again and possibly buy on your own website or somewhere else that you control. Um, So those are the downsides. That isn't to say, by the way, that I don't think Amazon is a great place. I've spoken before about the fact I sell my own products there and I help other people get started all the time. I think it can be a really good marketplace, but only if it's right for you. So let's talk a bit about what kind of product is Amazon best for. So you can actually sell most things on Amazon. In the UK, a few things that you can't sell include new or used vehicles, vehicle airbags, fetal dopplers, used clothes and shoes, clothing made from animals. This isn't the full list. But actually, I don't think there's any, there's much that's on the full list that wouldn't surprise you. However, I do always suggest checking the restrictions for anything you want to sell, just to be on the safe side. It might well be that you can actually sell that product, but you'd have issues if you wanted to send it in for fulfilled by Amazon. Or maybe not even issues, but you know, you'd need to provide some more information to be able to do that. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. It might be that you have to request reprove, request approval for your sell your product first, which can take a bit of time. And do remember but the requirements can and do change. Recently, I listed a product for a client and then, and it wasn't on the restricted list and then it, you know, we got it listed, we got it up and running and then they closed the listing because suddenly it was on the restricted list. Obviously, nobody knew that was going to happen. It was really unfortunate, but it is frustrating and this does happen. 
So I guess the next thing to talk about is how do you know if there's demand for your products? How do you know if people are on Amazon shopping for whatever it is you've got to sell? Well, I definitely suggest doing a bit of research before listing your product. If you've listened to any episodes before, you know how much I love research. And I think most things we do can benefit from a little bit, actually. And I'll talk about how to do this a bit later in the episode. But I just want to reassure you now that this doesn't need to be expensive. There are lots of free tools you can use. And it doesn't need to be particularly time consuming anyway. Because if demand and competition are really high for your product, then it can be really hard to stand out and compete with sellers who already have sales history and already have reviews. And this is why I think it is worth spending just this little bit of time doing some research so you know from the outset whether it looks like you might even stand a chance because equally if your product is really unique so it's something completely new for example and people don't know it exists then that can also be tricky or perhaps your product is something that people might not necessarily go to Amazon for so let's say handmade products and it can also be harder and harder to get noticed because perhaps people aren't coming onto Amazon and searching for that product in the first place which is why as always I do recommend looking into this before you get started. So actually let's talk specifically about handmade products because I think this is a really good example. So I'm thinking of the kind of products that you would see on Etsy. So I recently worked with a seller and she was doing really well selling her handmade candles on Etsy and she wanted to try Amazon to see whether that gave her more opportunities and so we did but actually so far sales are way down on what they are on Etsy. Now this isn't to say that this client shouldn't be trying Amazon. We did a lot of research into the product that she's selling and actually it was one that we researched and looked like it could have potential to sell well but she is doing it in a low risk way. So she has a professional seller's account which is £30 a month including VAT purely because she wants to try ads for which we're keeping spend really low because as you heard me say earlier advertising is fairly essential on Amazon now if you want to get much visibility and she's also you know dispatching all her orders herself although we are sending just a handful of units into FBA to see if they sell better and um also probably worth talking about the fact that she's set listing on the main Amazon site rather than under the handmade category. So I don't know whether many of you will have heard of Amazon Handmade. So it's described by Amazon as artisan only and there's an application process to go through if you want to sell on there and you need to apply and you need to be audited before you can join. And then once you do, there's a flat 12% referral fee. So you need to have an Amazon seller central account to apply presumably as well you will need the professional accounts so that's 30 pounds a month as I mentioned before you can then do FBA you can do advertising and you can also have the option to allow customers to customize their products as you might do on Etsy although that can actually already be done via Amazon custom which isn't part of Amazon handmade which is where this gets very confusing I haven't used Amazon handmade so it's really hard to comment but then again if I as a buyer wanted a handmade product I don't think I would go to Amazon I would go straight to Etsy because in my very humble opinion that is the best place for handmade sellers Amazon handmade to me does look quite nice but for me it still remains to be seen as to whether it's a good place to be I should point out actually that my client who was doing really well on Etsy and is now selling on Amazon the product that she sells is like a craft kit so you could actually that is something that you might go to Amazon for and as I said we did some research and it was something that was selling really well on Amazon 
And there's also a potential issue with selling handmade products on Amazon, and that's around safety data sheets. So if you wanted to use FBA, you have to submit a safety data sheet, which is a detailed information bulletin, and it contains sections prepared by the manufacturer or importer. And it talks about the physical and chemical properties of the product, the physical and health hazards, routes of exposure, precautions for safe handling, emergency and first aid procedures, and control measures for the product. So the kind of things you might need a safety data sheet for are maybe hand sanitizers, fragrances, food, cosmetics. And this can really trip up handmade sellers because you just might not have that. So for example, you're selling a candle making kit that contains a fragrance oil. Now for that fragrance oil, you will probably need to have a safety data sheet, but you probably source that oil from somewhere else. And it might not, you know, you might not have that data sheet to hand. The manufacturer of that should be able to provide it to you but it's just another thing you're going to have to go through and you may or may not want to take that battle on as i said the only real issue would be is that you then can't use fba and that's not necessarily a bad thing or a reason not to sell on amazon and dispatch orders yourself i mean i've already explained my views on that but i just really want to make you aware of what i've seen you know the sort of things i'm seeing handmade sellers experience just to give you an idea really A bit earlier, I talked about Amazon Custom, which I mentioned gives you the opportunity to customise products without these necessarily being handmade. So, for example, personalised books where you can add in a character's name. I also used to sell my tiny chipmunk towels with the option to have a name embroidered. I actually don't offer this anymore. Logistically, that was quite tricky, but I did offer that on Amazon and I did get some sales for that via Amazon. The reason I chose to do that on Amazon, by the way, is that my towels aren't a handmade product and therefore I didn't think Etsy was the right marketplace and the towels themselves sort of the standard non-personalized version sold really well on amazon so i thought well actually why not give customers the option to add a name on if they want to again i think this is really nice to have and i do think this would work well for some products although i still think that i personally might go to etsy if i was looking for customized so let's talk more about having a great product because to do well on amazon and anywhere else you know as well as your product being you know as well as amazon being the right place your product has to be good in the first place and that applies to anywhere that you sell so i've got a couple of blog posts and previous episodes where i've talked a lot about researching products and you know making your product the best it can be so i'm not going to go back over all of that here episode six which is how and why to validate your product ideas is linked up in the show notes that's a really good one to listen to if you want to find out how to you know use research to create a really great product I've also just recorded an episode talking about your USP or unique selling point and how to make sure that your product has a really compelling USP. So that's definitely one to listen to. That'll be out in about two weeks. And that will also should help you with the product development side as well. So let's talk about some of the tools we can use. So let's say you've done some research if you're into your products, you say you've got a fantastic product to sell. I now suggest doing some research to figure out if Amazon is the best marketplace for your product before, you know, spending the time and the effort to get your product listed up there. Because as I mentioned earlier, you need a great listing, you need a great images, which you need for anywhere you want to sell. But given, you know, the requirements around Amazon product listings, given how competitive the marketplace is, a great listing is something that you need to invest in. So whether that's a financial investment because you're paying someone to research and write your listing or whether you're doing it yourself, you're still going to have to do a certain amount of research. It's going to take you time, presumably, to to write the listing. Getting everything set up can also take a while. It's, It's 
it's definitely not quite as simple as other marketplaces as I mentioned before you can have little teething issues and things so before you go ahead and do that I do think it's worth doing some research to find out whether Amazon's somewhere that your product does stand a chance so my first free suggestion is to simply go onto Amazon search for products similar to yours have a look how many appear and how many reviews do they have and the reason I suggest that you do that is because if there aren't many coming up then that tells you there isn't loads of competition if there are lots and there's maybe there's lots of products with loads of reviews then and I mean hopefully by the way you've done some of this when you're sort of actually researching your product because if there are lots of products with lots of reviews you can take a look at the reviews and see what customers are thinking and then think about okay so how is my product better or different to this product and where does my product fit in that's always something I suggest you do at the outset because if you find out actually your product is exactly the same as another product and that product is selling really well and has got hundreds of reviews well actually are you going to how are you going to compete against it and as I said when we have the episode talking about your USP we'll go into that in a bit more detail and and as well as actually just looking on Amazon we can actually do a bit more than that so once you're on a product listing if you scroll down to the additional information section you can take a note of the bestseller rank and the category of the product you're interested in and then there's a free tool which is called the jungle sales the jungle scout sales estimator it's a great tool it's one of my favorites and that will give you a rough idea of how many sales a product makes on amazon per month just by entering that bestsellers rank and the category i do have a blog post and a little video that explains how to use it and i will link to both in the show notes i do think it's pretty intuitive but if you want you know if you're more of a visual person you want to see a video of me sort of doing this process you can go over and do that and what you can do then so say that you've you know you've got an idea of okay this product is selling this many units a month okay so I could possibly you know that's something that's possibly achievable for me that's you know that's the first thing that's good to know what you can then do is get an idea of what the fees would be using Amazon's free FBA revenue calculator again this is linked in the show notes this is another really useful tool this is great to know because it's not just important to know that there are going to be people there to buy your product you also need to know what you're going to be paying for every order that you ship because you've now you know what costs your product to produce you need to have an idea of the fees to get an idea of whether the margins are actually going to work for you based on what you can price your product for because Amazon fees vary across categories it's something you're going to need to look into you might have decided that initially you want to do some sort of sale price or or a discount you've got to take that into account perhaps you're wanting to do some advertising you need to take that into account so having an idea of the fees really helps you know whether this adds up and whether you can make it profitable if you actually wanted to invest in an Amazon research tool I also recommend using Jungle Scout it's probably the tool I use the most I have the full tool and a Chrome extension and that allows me to see at a glance how well any product is selling on Amazon and what the monthly revenue is so literally if I go into the Amazon search bar and and type something in for everything that comes up I can see how much money they're making per month on that product which is really useful and you can also search for a product and see for that keyword what the competition's like what demands like and how well optimized competing listings are which is basically a way of saying you know how good are these listings because if there's a product and there's lots of people selling it but actually their listings aren't that great you could presumably come along and list your product and have an absolutely fantastic listing and that would really help you you know because that should help you get some more sales 
And the full tool also has different product ideas, Amazon specific keyword tools, as well as analytics to look at you, your sales, your margins, your profits once you actually start selling. If you're looking to build or expand your business on Amazon, it's, it's well worth looking into. If you're just going to be selling sort of one product initially, perhaps as a trial, this might not be something you want to invest in. But if you're thinking Amazon is like your long term strategy, then potentially it is. And um, so let's say that you've done all of this research, you've got a great product, you've done some research, you can see there are people on Amazon buying your product, you've had a look at the competition, you can see where your product fits in and you know there's definitely a place for it. The next thing is you need to get off to a really good start. So if you've decided that Amazon as a marketplace might work for you and you're tempted to try it out, do make sure you download a copy of my free guide to help you get off to the best start possible. And again, that will be linked in the show notes or available at vickyweinberg.com. So I really hope this episode has helped you. I understand it's quite a quick overview. There's also a blog post for this episode. If you want to look in more detail, you can get that at vickyweinberg.com forward slash blog or in the show notes. If you have any questions, if there's anything that's unclear or anything additional you'd like to know, then do reach out. You can email me vicky at vickyweinberg.com. That's vicky with an I. And um, as always, if you've got the time to rate and review this episode, I'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.